Good morning. My name is Eric. And I was having breakfast and I was thinking about something that happened in the 70s. The disco years. And I want to talk about, because it came to me this morning as I was having breakfast, and I said, let me tell my, 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 my audience. And the name of this podcast I'm going to talk about is My Nights at Crisco Disco. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. To start off, I went to Crisco Disco maybe in 75, 76, around that, around that you know, era. I think it was on 15th Street, between 10th and 11th Avenue, New York City. And it was a line to get in. You couldn't just walk in. You had a bouncer at the front. It was up to the bouncer if he allowed you to come in or not. And I was dressed up like a cowboy. I had a cowboy hat. I had cowboy boots, jeans, and it was it was winter time, so I had whatever jacket that I had on. So I get when it's, as we're moving in, he's letting people in. When I get up to the bouncer, he looks at me. He said, "You know what kind of place this is?" I said, "Yeah, I know what kind of place this is." He goes, "Well, I don't want no trouble out of you. I'm warning you." Well, okay. I don't know what the hell that was all about. So I go through the front doors, and I tell this story to everybody, anybody that knows me. I always tell this story. I go walk through the front doors. As soon as I get in there, it's like a big hall. And you have, right in the right at the end, in the middle of it, you have a, a can, a gigantic can of crystal. And the DJ was right there playing the music. So that was interesting. And then they was playing my favorite song, Disco Queen. I mean, I was the love to go to the, you know, even though I was like close to 400 pounds. One thing I love to do is dance at my weight. And the other thing, you didn't need a partner. Nobody, you didn't need a partner. People dancing all by themselves and everything. And I loved it. I loved it. And as the years went on, it kind of changed. I remember I used to go there. To dance. I remember you had to walk up. Uh, they had another upstairs. I think that's where the bar was. I think the man had two bars. One downstairs and one upstairs. And I used to go upstairs and, you know, get my drink and stuff like that. And I think the one upstairs wasn't as crowded as the one downstairs. And yeah, they did have two bars. One was always crowded, you know. You know me. I want my drink and I want it now. So anyway, I go upstairs. And I, and I know I didn't see this before. I'm quite sure it was upstairs. I didn't see this before. There was a room. Now, mind you, this is the 70s. And in the 70s, and the gay 70s, and the gay bars, certain bars had back rooms. What's a back room? A back room was always pitch black, and you go in there, and you got these thousands of hands all over your body. That's where... They were having sex, which really shocked me when I saw that. Now, that didn't happen right away. I think I started going there 76, 77. By 79, I think they had a back room. 
And what really shocked me, because Crisco Disco was like, a, to me, in my opinion, a regular disco. You have women there, you have men there, straight, gay, whatever. Everybody's dancing and carrying on. So I was kind of su surprised, and I thought it was very tasteless to have a back room. And I went there once. You know, I didn't, I didn't bother with that. I mean, that's not what I came there for. And I, I really didn't like that part of Crisco Disco. In fact, there's another, there's another one I used to go to. Um, they call it, uh, I forgot it. It was in a church. Now I forgot the name. Oh, Limelight. I went to the Limelight. And I think when I first went to the Limelight, I think it was, it was like in a church. It was dancing okay. And then one, one day, I went, I went there late. And that had a back room. It seems like at the end of the 70s, from 79 to maybe 80, 82, a lot of these bars, these discos, starting to have back rooms. And again, I thought it was very tasteless. I mean, you come there to dance. You didn't come there to, well, like, well, you come there to maybe to find somebody. You didn't come there to find somebody just to have uh, a hot, a hot sex in the back and going home, which I think a lot of that was happening in the 70s, and we all know what happened, a lot of that did happen in the 70s. But my night at Crisco Disco, I never got kicked out. Um, I think I did start a fight. Maybe I did start a fight. I'm always, I'm always getting into something. See, I'm, I'm the kind of uh, uh, gay person who loves to dance. I would go into a disco. I would get, I think I had a table. I don't know if I had a table or not, but it doesn't matter. I'll go into a corner, take my shoes off, and dance barefooted all over the dance floor by myself or whoever want to dance with me. Then when it's time to close, I can't find my shoes. Where's my shoes? Time closing. Last call. I said, last call. Where's my shoes? So then when they say last call, I'm running around trying to find my shoes. In fact, the other disco I did that to, and I had my sisters with me, was um, New York. I think it was called New York, New York. That was in Times Square, if I'm not mistaken. And, and it was... It's last call, and, and my sister said, where's your shoes? We can't leave it without your shoes. <laughs> so, that's all I have to say about Crisco Disco. I was just thinking about it when I had my coffee this morning. Why was I thinking about it? I don't know. You know how it is when you get my age. Things just pop in your head from the, from, from the old days. You know how it is, you old timers. Thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.